Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. Holy cow, it's Friday already. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's here, too. This is the morning sickness and off and running. Uh, heading into Halloween weekend where everybody's going to have uh, their costumes and their fun and their party and all that. Of course, there's only one party to go to, Night of the Singing Dead, tomorrow night. Sold out. <laughs> you believe it? Look at you. I mean, look, that's expectations. I don't like those. Expectations lead to results in people's minds early. Uh, they've prejudged that they're going to – I'm very worried now that this is going to suck. Now that, now that all the tickets are sold, I can tell you, this is this might suck. I, I this could be a troubling, troubling Doesn't thing. Doesn't matter if you run into trouble. We can we can uh, get Brett's turntables. And, yeah, I'll uh, yeah. You know. we'll get you up there and yeah. start spinning the wheels of steel because, yeah, this is this could possibly. It's going to be a party. This could possibly. Now, keep in mind, we've got a band with me. I have two fake hips, a fake shoulder. Marty had a heart attack in July. Roy had a stroke two years ago. This could go, health-wise, this could go south today. Katero so. had his knees done or something, too. Katero yeah, so got me. shot in the arm. He's <laughs> knees. The only one we got is Ryan, our drummer. I'm not sure he's human, to be honest with you. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll find out. Uh, but tomorrow night, that's the Halloween party of choice, and I've got. Are the meet and greets all sold out? Oh yeah. Oh, but, well, <laughs> wow! Look at you. I know. People spent top dollar. A few friends have done this. That's the funny part. And I forced my neighbors, Michael and Troy, to buy one because I always go to their charity events. Oh okay. And I said, you got to go to my thing too. And I said, it's some of it goes to the humane studies. Well, then we have to support each other. And I'm like, all right. Oh, and oh no, actually they didn't because he texted me and he goes, hey, your VIP sold out, so we just got the basics. We'll hang out. I'm like, son of a no meet and greet with Michael and Troy either. I was going to have you guys meet my neighbors and Doug Hopkins. It's going to be great. Is Kirby coming? 
She is not. Oh, see, now I had people asking about a meet and greet with Kirby, too. And they're like, ah, <laughs> shoot, that would have been a good one to pile onto that table. Uh, I got an email from a guy who said, I was on the fence about the transition of Kirby D to Kirby the Giant until yesterday with the uh, flatulence issue. Now that she's got a gimmick, people are fans. I told her about the added edition. <laughs> what did she think? She laughs, thinks it's funny. Did she? Did now? Are you putting go, all sorry, of this on me? I was me? crying. I was crying. I was laughing were, so hard. Were you? Did, now, did you put this on me, or is this? Do you? Does Daddy take responsibility for? I it, take responsibility. Okay, good. You know, I'm John, he just one. he just goes. There's not a lot I can do. I take full responsibility. John is just a real jerk. But Daddy, <laughs> how come you don't try to stop this thing? <laughs> I'm sorry. Herbert, Yes. You went to the old pirate. She still got her old thing, but new voice. She still got her swag. Yeah. She's growing up. If I could talk her into wearing the fezic, I would bring if her she, tomorrow oh, night. But that would be the meet and greet that's worth yeah. it. But anyway, uh, Halloween parties. Everybody be careful. That's all there is to it. And I just want to bring that up. Night of the Dead tomorrow. You might be able to wrangle a ticket off a scalper or something. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the dumbest scalper on the planet. <laughs> two tickets. Two tickets. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yo, man, what you got? <laughs> you're going to spend $12. You're going to make $12 tonight. Uh, it's time we talked about something as men that I don't think any of us want to say. It's like when a guy's uh, wife gets real fat and you have to, like, you haven't seen her for a little bit. And it's like, How do you address it? How do you address it? How do you say, wow? Or you say it amongst each other, but it's not something where your own wife gets real fat and you don't want to say anything. Uh, it's hard. Is it just me? Or does football suck? Football is it's really kind of a, it's a, hard it's, to watch right now. It's and been a rough year. I know the Steelers sucking doesn't help, but I'm still way into the Steelers. But I used to be able to watch a bunch of other games. Last night, I turned the game off. Really? And it wasn't a terrible game. It was just so boring. And I don't know if it's Amazon's presentation. They have the ambient crowd noise is way turned down, so it's just Alan, that incredibly boring Kirk Herbstreet. Uh, I, he doesn't help at all. But I'm watching last night, and I'm like, I'm going to do something else. Like, this game is not entertaining me. And then I got a text from Caliendo, and he said, are you having trouble sitting through this? And I'm like, I just got up and left. Like, this is not an inter- – and it's been that way every Thursday, uh, save for one. And most Monday night games, I've been kind of like, mm, I'm not into this anymore. I don't. And it's not that I hate football. It's just the product is bad. There, nobody scored. Like, they did a, a – There's pre- nothing different. For, I, I just think it's – I mean – this year, definitely, the Thursdays have been horrible. Bad, but I, I think it's just part of the overkill that's, Maybe. that's kicking in an a awful bit. lot. They've they've done a thing though that they after eight weeks you can kind of start finding out what the season is and scoring's down like ten points a game. Yeah, like nobody's scoring, and it it's, isn't because defenses uh, are so great. The average is under twenty per I think. per team. Like yeah, yeah per team. Tom Brady entered the uh, game last night with a career average of twenty something, twenty seven points a game. Yeah, he's at seventeen. Yeah, in a year. Last year he was at twenty seven. I think his career he's like twenty three. And I think there's twelve or fourteen other teams that haven't put up over twenty. Yeah. Well, the Steelers are horrible. They they put twenty on the board once. That was week one. As an offense, they've done it one time. I mean, and defense score touchdowns, and it's well, yeah. But I mean, that's terrible. It's low, and they're not alone. They're not the they're low, but they're not the lowest scoring team. And that's the, without loyalty. I don't know that I care about watching the game. And I hate to say it because it happened with football or with baseball. As baseball, I started to have to admit this game's boring. Something's wrong with it. 
And I think football's kind of got something going on. Maybe it's just too much parity. Maybe everybody's too even, and that actually makes it look boring. It's what happened to WWE, or not the WWE, <laughs> UFC. I was going to say. <laughs> the WWE got real boring. But uh, UFC got boring because everybody got equally trained in like five disciplines, and they had an answer for every move the other guy made. And the only thing you could hope for was a dude just laying another guy out with a punch. They've, they've since fixed it. It's more entertaining than it was. But for a while there, it was just like, they're just rolling around. There's nothing going on. Is it like a – yeah, I think the the evenness that you're talking about because there isn't like the uh, the nemesis. Like when Brady was with the Patriots, even the Buccaneers, every team is like, oh. That could be. That could be that there's, there's no, no bad you know, guy the, to hate. The Bills seem to be like the strongest team, uh, one of the strongest. We're in post-Dynasty Patriots yeah. era, so yeah, because I don't care if the Bills win a Super Bowl. In fact, I kind of hope they do get that monkey off their back. Uh, the Chiefs don't threaten me. But they're they're likable. The, uh, Maybe that's it. Maybe all the teams that are good, you kind of like. Except like they're not you know, for you on the Ravens. Yeah, but they're not but that But that good. comes from years of the Ravens right. just being you know known for yeah. their defense. And, and even last night, normally I can hate the Ravens when they're winning. And I was just like, I'm bored. I don't care what happens here. If they win, they win. And normally I'd, I'd be kind of upset that they won the game. Like, ah, effing Ravens snuck one out again and they did it looking ugly and playing with that moron quarterback that everybody thinks is fantastic and he's not. Can someone send him to speech therapy? Oh, his, uh, yeah. his post-game interview is just horrible. Pay him, pay him up. Yeah. Pay him up. Man. All right. Pay him ups. Stop it. I hope the Ravens pay him ups because uh, they're going to strap themselves to a giant acre that will never win a championship. He's just not good enough. He's electric athlete. But he's not a, he's not a, when the chips are down, he's not good. And that Buccaneers team, something's wrong with Tom Brady. But I think maybe you've nailed it, Brady. I think because there's no, like, evil empire, it's like when Russia fell apart in the late 80s and we were kind of bored through the 90s. It wasn't anybody yeah. – like, movies got weird for a while because we couldn't all relate to who the new enemy was. They were trying to create – Steelers are out. Yeah, that doesn't bother me, though. That's like I knew that. But I'm saying for a lot of other people, when you're playing the Steelers mm. – you know, Evil here, Empire. Co- yeah, here yeah. come the champions. Gotcha. It's easy to, like- easy to knock them down now, so it's yeah. not fun. But yeah, in the 90s, remember movies were like, uh, we have a bogey coming in from Crack Krakistan. Yeah. Like they'd make up a country to try to make them him. We don't hate Crack Krakistan. We don't even know where that is. We needed Russia to have fun movies be like, ooh, the enemy, we got them. Feel good about ourselves. We don't have it. Maybe that's it. Maybe football just watching Tom Brady not dominate there's no one that you're just like man if that guy one more day of that guy dominating aaron Rodgers is not playing particularly great yeah that might be it but i'm bored i tried to watch last night's game and i was just like man i ended up watching friend of a family on peacock which was fantastic yeah i did i just i just checked in every now and then but but i I was already the thursday night football had already bothered me for the past couple of weeks since the bears commanders it's like wow they're in trouble and then the Cardinals were, you know, at least a high scoring last week. But I don't know. I'm just not finding any joy in football. And it's not because my Steelers stink. I knew that. That was something I expected. I always like football. I watch tons of it. I like basketball now. I actually flip over and watch basketballs. And there's nothing better. Maybe you've hit on something, Brady, because there's nothing better than watching that awful LeBron James suck out loud. It is fantastic. It would be better if they were, I hate to say it, I mean, It'd be better if they were winning again. If the Lakers were, because yeah, could, because you're yeah. like, oh, you knock them off their can't perch. Stand this guy. But I do like that that LeBron has destroyed not only his legacy at this <laughs> They're point, having a tough but the time. Lakers along with it. He took that incredibly proud franchise and said, "Let me run everything," and he, and put figureheads in place. Almost and like one he's too many. Destroyed it.
Well, he's staying for another few, too. That's the better part. And the Lakers won't keep him. He'll go back to Cleveland and wreck that incredibly talented young team But uh, if they let him. But, man, that is fun to watch because there's two. And then he's, did you see he's going to be on a Twitch-like thing like Peyton and Eli do? on an alternate broadcast of Thursday Night Football now. Wow. He, focus on your 0-4 basketball team, you prick. What a terrible teammate. Wait, he's going to do football? He's going to do Thursday nights. With on, someone else. Uh, from the shop, because that's premiering on HBO soon, so he's going to be sitting in that awful barber shop talking to trash, and then he's going to be in there with uh, guests and stuff. Just like he, he didn't, It's not even his own idea. It's Peyton and Eli, and that's not their idea. Barbershop football. Yeah, oh, it's talking man. football from the shop with LeBron. Because LeBron thinks people want to hear from him, which is so f- laughable. Well, you remember at one time, oh. he was uh, warming up, catching some passes, thinking about oh. going out, you know. He could have been a tight, a tight end. end. I'm a professional yep. tight end. You're 36. Put the ball down and shut up. You're not doing anything. Oh, he could do it. Oh, of course he could have. He could have been. A, he'd be in the Hall of Fame just thinking about it. Just ask him. He'll tell you. He'd be a Hall of Famer. No one else is saying it, but he'll tell you. But yeah, LeBron sucking and then going back to his teammates going, sorry, guys. Can't make Thursday's game. Got to do TNF side broadcast from the shop. So it is fun to watch him not pay. He's only in it for the scoring record now. And, you know, good for him. He scored a lot of points. You got some championships. You'll never be what you think you are, which is Michael Jordan. You'll never be what you think you are. And I'm going to say this too. Kobe Bryant was better than him, period. Zero. Not a better player, but a better teammate and a more competitive guy. Kobe would have never hung around. For scoring records. And I say, you know, Kobe Kobe didn't hang around very long for anything. But still, you know what I mean. But it's just tough to watch football right now. I think you've nailed it. I was putting it all together. I'm like, why am I struggling? with? There's nobody to hate. And you need a foil for a good story. You need a bad guy to make a story go forward. You need, uh, you know. Aaron Rodgers. Adversity. Aaron Rodgers is great, but they're not that good. He's definitely hateable. Here's the other thing about Aaron Rodgers. He's won once. And you kind of already know he's not. He's going to build himself to to die. Yeah, you know, he's kind of like the Black Widow. When he mates, he he's done. It's over. He gets eaten, and it's over. He's so let him done. Let him have his his little journey to the ending because he's not. It's not going to be anything. The other uh, thing that you look for the stories of the one team, like the cardiac kids, or you know, here's a team that's five and one or whatever, but they've come back the fourth quarter. That makes us a game exciting. Sure, there's a couple of the Jets are sort of that way. Yeah. But we all know what's going to happen to the Jets. They're not going to win anything. The Eagles are a team no one cares about. They're undefeated and no one cares outside of Eagles fans. Loyalty is the only thing keeping us all in. It's a tough product this year, and I think Brady's right. We need need assholes in our lives to make us understand. We We need good assholes. That no, are, no, no, we need assholes. We need like that are winning. That's winning, what I mean. Yeah, but they yeah. need to be horrible human beings. Oh, I see what you're saying. Good at what they do, asshole. Yeah. But yes, nonetheless, still assholes. Yeah. No, that's true. Because Belichick and Brady, was there anything easier for everyone to unite over? That's you're just, when our you're uh, just waiting for that evil empire to kick in. Yeah. And it, it, you realize, oh, it's going to be a year or two out, maybe. Without a common enemy, everything gets bad. When we didn't have Russia, look what happened to us. We tried it with Al-Qaeda and stuff. That was easy. We all kind of, you know, but even then people weren't really, you need a bad threat to constantly loom over you to make an entire nation whole. What was the, in your lifetime, Brady and Brett, because it's the same lifetime. What was the most united we've ever been as a nation? 
Oh, um, after 9-11. September 12th, yeah. 2001. And why? We all wanted to nuke the f- out of whatever Middle Eastern country did this. Whoever yeah. and whatever didn't over care. there. Turn it into a glass and factory. And you felt like, we're going to get them. We're high-fiving. We're waving flags around. It's go time. We love each other. The black, white, Mexican, Chinese. All that was gone because we're like, no, no, no. This is us. We need that again. We need an Al-Qaeda-type thing to unite us. We need to pick a fight. <laughs> in football, I can tell you what would – and it's not happening, but they could up it with a guy like Tom Brady, yeah. which is, uh, you know, look how um, much the the tuck oh. changed things. Oh. Started a dynasty. Tom Brady breaks need to happen. The refs need Start to – Start handing them games. Well, their defense isn't like good enough. That's the problem. Something happens like, how could that not be <laughs> – and yeah. he's not as hateable as he used he to be. He's actually – He's I, like he's like a human being now before he was like a robot or something. I think that was another thing last night as I was watching the game. I started to feel bad for Tom Brady. I know. And I'm like, I can't do this. I have got to watch something else. I started to – like his look on his face. And nobody – they always say your team is a reflection of your coach. Every time you see Todd Bowles, he looks sad, disengaged. And then you see the rest of the Buccaneers, they look the same. You're like, well, it's him. He's the problem. Everybody looks like their coach is like – Somebody just pissed on their food, and he's just standing on the sidelines miserable. Yeah, feeling bad for Tom Brady is not something I ever want to do, and I'm doing it. Like I feel, I feel like, oh, this, this shouldn't be happening to this guy. He's, he's actually pretty fun. He's been funny in Tampa. He's been like kind of – he's a, still a nuisance, but he was like more fun. He'd talk. He'd goof. He's joking around. He's throwing the Lombardi trophy over water. He just stopped caring about all the details. Yeah, there's no evil empire. I think Brady's nailed it. I think that's the key to the entire season. We need a bad guy. A Lamar has guy. has a potential, but he's just too dumb. He Lamar's just, just flat can, too yeah. stupid to be. If yeah. he could, you know, threw a couple of balls at Brady and the sidelines. Every time they show Lamar on the sidelines without his helmet, I can't help but say to my TV, "I'm so sleepy." He just <laughs> looks like he's about to conk out. He's high. I'm so sleepy. And it isn't a mean voice because that's exactly what that's he sounds what he like. Sounds like. They got to pay me up. Big trust. Big trust get paid. That post-game interview was rough. Impossible. Man. Diction Lamar. Yeah. You went to college. What does Louisville think of that? They have to be like, oh, God, stop saying you went there. <laughs> They're for my college. They're big trust, Louisville. Big trust. Master's big degree trust. in. Yeah, <laughs> master's degree in communications and English literature. <laughs> big trust. What is big trust? Stop saying it. There's the payment. And he had that sign at the end. Oh, yeah. He grabbed somebody's yeah. sign and signed it. And pay it up. pay, pay me. M now. Not him. Not, it was pay them now, which is EM is them. Pay them now. Pay the whole team is what. And that for me. Pay them now, man. Pay them now. Big trust. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. You didn't... He's horribly annoying. He is a good bad guy, but that team's not going to win anything either, so... And the teams that are good, I like. I don't mind Josh Allen. I don't mind Patrick Mahomes. I kind of like those guys. So, Exactly. The yeah. Chiefs are just a... There's too many likable guys. Lovable bunch. Yeah, there's just too many likable dudes. Little fat roly-poly coach. 
walking around like, I think my my, my team's nice. I like my Good team. Good for them. Yeah, you're kind of like, all right, go get them, boys. That's nice. I don't, I'm not a fan at all, but I don't even hate the Raiders as much as I no. normally do. Nope. I hate Josh McDaniel. Yeah, and I'm looking at and also they're one and four or whatever. They're right. struggling. Not good. Yeah. yeah, and that doesn't help. If they were good, maybe that would be better. But I like Derek Carr. Yeah. Like he's a light, and the Raiders haven't won anything in a long time, so it's just all right. It's their turn. I don't know. Just something as men we need to talk about because this this theory that we normally fear about mid season, which is right now, when anything starts to unfold, you're kind of like, meh, whatever. I mean, and another big one, America's team, Dallas. They're good. But they're but they're cares? not hateable like yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah, you know, I hate Ezekiel Elliott, but I really like that Ezekiel Elliott has lost his job. <laughs> like that's like everything that I want to have happen in football is happening. Like, Tom Brady sucks. Bill Belichick sucks. Or for what you wish for. I know, and it's happening. And I'm like, geez, I, I guess I sort of all the needed them. That you want? I guess I sort of needed all this stuff to you didn't happen. Know the, the end result uh, was yeah. powder puff. Yeah, it turns into this league that I'm like, yay! Everybody gets a trophy. I don't know. I'm I'm liking the NBA more. The other night when Clay Thompson went bananas on the Suns floor because Devin Booker said something, place erupted, and I mean Clay went crazy. Goes over to the Suns bench and starts flashing four because he's like, I got four rings. This whole team's got none. And I go, you just created a, you just created a bad guy, a fun bad guy. And he looks just like the PBS logo. So how seriously can you take him being angry? But that's fun. I think I like basketball. And I don't know if you guys noticed this. And I am so against this. And not for political reasons. Barack Obama is in on buying the Suns. He's in the group. They're kind of negotiated. They're putting him in there. He's yeah. in with the group. I heard the podcast. With no, Barkley, don't do it. Absolutely cannot have it. As a season ticket holder, I I will cancel my tickets immediately. And I know I won't be alone. And not because he's a Democrat or political or anything like that. It has nothing to do with. It. I actually kind of like Barack as a uh, spokesman, and he was the last decent person we put in front of a microphone that didn't. He might not have been policy great, but man, oh man, was he something you're like, all right, don't worry. He was smooth. He's not going to embarrass us completely. He might do stuff we hate, but he's, he's smooth. Yeah. He's not this, this bull in a china shop and this moron drifter we've got going on now, this hobo we have in office. He, but if he's at a Suns game, have you ever been in a building where the president is? Pain. You can't do anything. You can't move. Former presidents show up and they're like, tonight we want to welcome. And God forbid he's not in a suite. If he's down on the floor... Everything gets frozen. There's dudes in suits all over the place. You can't go get a... He'll be sweet only. I don't know. They stick him down up front. He's he's one of those. Barack's one of the elbow rubbers. That will be a pain. That is going to be awful. And even having him in the building will be a pain. There's too much construction downtown to now have a former president mucking up Jefferson. Did you, you just pull the audio. Uh, Charles was on a podcast and talking about if Barack gets it. You in? Hell yeah! Oh yeah! Man. Oh yeah! You want to oh, look? The guy, if, look. The guy has definitely got cachet. So if he, if he says, well, Charles, I'd like to uh, to offer you a chance to buy the Suns with me. Uh, yeah. All right. That's crazy. I'm doing that. That's you got it, Brack. The best part is if he's down in the seats. I want to see Hopkins start arguing with him like he did with uh, Cuban that oh, time. Oh, and God forbid Hopkins brings his right wing <laughs> friend over the top. Aaron. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> now you're making me root for it. <laughs> Instead, server server yeah. approves for uh, Mike Lindell, yeah. the MyPillow guy. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me a second. Adorable real estate local superstar. Uh, the president needs to sit down here in your row, and uh, I'm going to make it so you can't move for about three hours. What the hell is this? <laughs> oh, look at that. Doug Hopkins thinks he's rich. That's funny.
He thinks he's got moves. Well, hey, Cuban. <laughs> hey, Barack. You met Doug Hopkins? Unfortunately, yes, I have. <laughs> and he's very angry. His little friend is very angry about policy. Uh, it'll be. I, I don't want him in the building. I don't want him. He'd in the building. warm up with the team. Take oh, a few hey. shots. The, oh, the, the the press stuff would be brutal. The uh, the standing ovation that would happen, or the booing. I'm not sure, but the it, it would create political strife in the in the crowd. Every time, like, please welcome the 43rd president, or whatever, 44th president. What was he? 43, 44. Trump was 45. 44th president of the United States. Barack Obama. The crowd goes nuts, and then some boo, and then you know the political leanings of the guy sitting next to you, which is always dangerous for some people who can't handle someone who. Uh, thinks a different way. So now you're sitting next to a fervent liberal and you got some, uh, you know, QAnon guy just trying to, all you're trying to do is watch basketball. Now I got to sit tight and wait for Barack to go get his pretzels. None of us can get anything. And I got to argue with this dude next to me. Why did you boo my president? Oh, no. We were having fun a second ago, slapping high fives over D-Book's 13-footers. And now I got Barack news. That'd be kind of cool to see on TV, the crowd. There's like three, four hundred buffalo head. that is a great halloween costume and i don't know why it's it's such a and people would say well it marks a terrible time in our history i argued with a guy about the shaman and that kind of stuff would be this was last year and he got me it's a terrible time in our history can't believe you'd say that's a good costume i'm like Dahmer. people go out as meanwhile stop it january 6th is not off limits to halloween it's not funny. That one's not funny. Okay, then you dress up as Dahmer or Ed Gein or whatever it is. Okay, you're Sonny up as. Bono with a right. ski through your gut. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, Liam Neeson and his wife going out attached to a tree. Okay. <laughs> Ted Kennedy and Mary Jo with the aquarium. I don't think anybody's going to get that one, but we understand what you're doing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lizzie Borden. You're going to do some explaining. Yeah, but he was mad about that. But no Barack Obama. We'd have to, when you buy season tickets, they'd be like, all right, uh, would you like to sit center court side? And, oh, I'd like to sit right there in the uh, center, about 10, 12 rows up. It's a perfect vantage point. All right, right or left? Pardon? Uh, Democrat or Republican, which side would you like to sit on? Oh, no. Is that what we're doing? Well, with Barack there, it gets really heated, and we don't like to put people against each other. Ah, nuts. Just make sure your buddy doesn't move his T-shirt and lip gloss. Barack doesn't like that either. <laughs> Did someone move my free T-shirt and lip gloss? <laughs> Who's the son of a bitch? It's white privilege, I tell you what. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, that's half you, you son of a... You're a half white privilege. You get beige privilege at least. <laughs> Stupid cracker. I get into a fight with him. <laughs> you just turn around. You don't know what the f*** you're talking about. Stupid cracker. Move my T-shirt. Anyway, I he's don't, got the sons and four guy next to him oh. protecting. I don't want Barack Obama to have a. People think it's fun because it's a big name and our our you know seemingly tiny little insulated super city, and it would be neat on paper. But think about the tragedy that is traffic when his thirty two car. Uh, you know, Secret Service mess goes through and tries to get him into the arena, and every you can't do anything. I tried to get into a place I didn't even know the president was once at the by the Royal Palms. He wasn't even there. I, I was across the street. Shut down. The whole street closed for like thirty minutes, and he was uh, he was actually coming from the airport to the Biltmore, and I was on Forty Fourth Street, and they're like, "Oh, he's probably going to be. He's probably." Gonna. And we all know the Barack Obama problem uh, is that. And I don't mean to sound like it's stereotype. He was late for everything. Like every time, like he'll be there at four, five thirty. Barack would show up, like overslept. So he closed Forty Fourth Street, Camelback. I'm sitting there, like, what is going on? 
and he had to reroute. So they closed everything just in case the driver decided to go down Campbell or something. I was on the overpass of that. The 202 and nothing but the beast and yeah. the four other cars on both sides. They got it was you the off. only cars. They did the rolling thing and, and they went by about way. 90 miles yep. an hour. That was Trump's thing, right? No, was that, that was uh, Bush. Because Bush used to close up Camelback because he stayed at the Royal Palm all the time. And I couldn't get out of the village one time, the workout place, because he might move. Yeah, POTUS might move. And I'm like, what? We got to stay inside. You can't be outside right now. And there's dudes and black trucks crawling all over the place. In my neighborhood, I live right across the street from the Royal Palm. Yeah. They were constantly black SUVs just driving back and forth down the street. And you're like, they're, they're not only that, I think they can hear everything that's going on in my house right now. And I think I actually said, I'm going to run them over myself. I got to get out of here. But yeah, I don't want Barack Obama in Footprint Center at all. Just be a silent partner, please. The last thing I need is politics tied to the Suns. It's back to being fun. The NBA got it after the bubble debacle with all of the announcements of, you know, on the floor they had all that stuff. Their their T-shirts and jerseys all said, you know, some statement. They're kind of laid back on that because we as, a, as citizens had knocked it off. You can have your statements. That's what Twitter's for. That's what all that's for. Don't don't do it for me. Don't tell me how to think while I'm just watching basketball. And it's true. And they did it. They're smart. They got they got around all the social stuff in basketball. They still have their their platform, but they're not abusing it. And it's fun again. You know, Rock came in. It would be. I mean, oh, it gets it'd political. Be a Ugh. Surge for Michelle getting involved with the WNBA. Oh. I got smashed up against the side of a wall because Muhammad Ali was about to walk by. Can't imagine what they do if I went pee at the same time as President Obama. They'd tie well, my dick up. They'd tie it in a knot. And it's like, we're going to cinch this off. It. you got to hang on to this. Like I could tie my dick in a knot. I'm flattery. <laughs> anyway, the news breaking there that the, that could happen. I need to know the rest of the people. I'd rather have Elon Musk do it. And just, we can all live tweet horrible things onto the big screen during the game. That would be fun. He's like, I'd do it. I just made a purchase. Yeah. I got to tone things down. Cut some corners right now. He's house poor. $44 billion for a Twitter. Anyway, so I saw that about Barack. I got a little nervous, but it could happen. I'm going to make some trades, too. I'm going to uh, get rid of this Chris Paul character. I'm not a big fan of him. He's going to trade for, like, all Washington Wizards and ruin everything. <laughs> I get Beal down here. And get Lopez back. They're watching. He may bring Bronny in. Oh, God, they're friends. They're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then LeBron gets a piece of the ownership. Can't you? I mean, oh. how cool would that be, though? You stand up a huge play. You're high-fiving Barack and it's not happening. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, Bruce is next to him. It's great sitting front row just like all these other sucks in denim jackets. I blue-collar everyone. I'm in the front row with the president. I'm just like you. Halftime entertainment. How did, you, how did you do it, Bruce? How did you fool everybody into thinking that they're just like you and you're just like them? It's the denim coat. <laughs> Two, three, four. If I hear Hungry Hearts one more time at halftime, I'm going to blow the building up. <laughs> it's working, man. It's selling food like crazy. <laughs> if you get a Hungry Heart, two for ones at the Spinatos. Official pizza, your Phoenix Suns. Two, three, four pizzas. 
just for the same price as a cheese, you can get two, three, four toppings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and all of his friends would show up. The place would be like his backyard. I'm not interested. I bring back and tell me Barack Obama hasn't used the N-word. I thought we couldn't have owners that, that said the N-word. Barack Obama's tossed the N-bomb in his book. He said it a few times. He can't be owner. If Sarver got in trouble for it, Barack did too. And I bet you Barack's pants to staffer. Toxic. Toxic work environment. For me, the fan. Every time I try to get a pretzel or pee or get a drink down in the VIP, if I walk too close to the president, I get tackled. <laughs> Just there for the game. He can't go. You can't go, Barack. Your uninterrupted avenue of green lights life has to see somewhere. You, you got to hear no once. And no to you showing up at the Suns games and wrecking everything. That goes for Trump, too. You can't go to any of that. I don't, I don't know what it's like when he goes to, like, NASCAR events. Of course, they just red carpet that. Yeah, the, it seems people, like he goes to a lot of things. College football games. Oh, they'll let him drive on the track. <laughs> yeah, they probably give him a car. <laughs> you think Biden could do that? I don't think so. It was golfing you yesterday. Was golfing yesterday. He hit a shot. He hit a good shot. I mean, his his swing is horrible. He's fatter than he's ever been. He looks like Garfield all of a sudden. <laughs> hits the shot. And everybody's like, oh, nice shot, nice shot, Mr. President. Goes, do you think Joe Biden could do that? Because I don't. His first, <laughs> his first words were to take a shot at the old man. <laughs> I, he could barely walk. I bet if he, if he took a swing like that, he'd piss a little. <laughs> Want to put some money on it? Let's get him out here. Round of golf, winner's like president. Rodney. How about that? Round of golf, Ooh. winner's president. <laughs> That's a nice hat, Joe. Did you get a free bowl of soup with that? It looks good on you, though. <laughs> Let's party. <laughs> He's got his journey bag. <laughs> anyway. Goose is uh, Dr. Jill. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Ooh. <laughs> he scratched my anchor. Anyway, I don't want Barack at the Suns games. That's all I'm saying. You football's move. football's boring. I'm working real hard on trying to enjoy basketball. I think I do more. I don't want Barack there. Silent owner. You're allowed to own him. You can't. You, you can't. Can't attend any games? Can't go to the games. Have you tried to drive downtown when it's busy? Jefferson, the, the light rail has Washington and Jefferson all around the arena. It's a pain in the ass already when it's busy. It's fine when it's not. Like on a normal night, it's okay. But man, oh man, you try to get down there on, on Barack night? Pfft, forget it. It'll be fine tomorrow for night at Singing Dead, though, because there's no traffic. I'm getting there about 7 a.m. Yeah, it's probably bright. Probably smart for you. We'll do a special 8.30 a.m. show for just you. It's more true than you know, bro. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. Kick off this beautiful Friday. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.